Whit Watson. He's with the Golf Channel when it comes to the PGA and the LPGA. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line here on the Hube Show across Michigan. Welcome back, Whit. Good to be back. I'm uh, kind of sad that I couldn't be there in Phoenix in Scottsdale this weekend. It's already the biggest weekend of the year when the WM uh, Phoenix Open comes into town, but then on the Super Bowl weekend, the place is absolutely off the charts. Yeah, I was telling Mark Wilson, a PGA Rules official who's not working it, he's actually here with the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program at the West Michigan Golf Show. The demand for tickets, the demand for those skyboxes, the demand for hospitality. Can you imagine what it is this year uh, with the Super Bowl the same weekend uh, in the Phoenix area? has to be astronomical numbers. I can't. I don't know how anybody gets a hotel room over these four or five days. I mean, Glendale, where the stadium is, is a good distance. It's about a 45-minute drive away from downtown Phoenix, and I imagine people are staying anywhere within an hour, just because it's just so much demand and so many people already in town for the tournament, plus the Super Bowl crowds. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's the biggest weekend of the year in Phoenix, that's for sure. Think about how much money some people are making who gave up their homes for a week. Uh, it's either just rent them out, uh, or however they wanted to set it up through a a VRBO or Airbnb, some big cash going on. Speaking of that tournament, you're seeing John Rahm, top of the leaderboard, getting it done. Great field, but no surprise, as I told Mark, with the Super Bowl there. Uh, any golfer that has sponsors, you know they demanded that that golfer play this weekend with the worldwide coverage and everybody uh, in the Phoenix area. Uh, who are you watching? Uh, who, who's on that next list? We know Rom is dominating and can you know start to finish, uh, win a major, win a tournament. Uh, who's on that next list now with on the PGA Tour that you think will become a major champion? Could be this year or in the near future. There's a couple of guys just looking at the leaderboard at the top 20 in Phoenix right now. I mean, Tom Kim made a huge splash last year on the PGA Tour really kind of burst onto the scene and I think uh, most people have sort of pegged him as a player that's going to be in contention in major championships still a very young man but he has all the tools Sam Ryder who's tied for 19th right now in Phoenix another name that gets mentioned a lot uh, Sahith Tagala is another player who uh, that second wave you know this, this upcoming wave of younger players so immensely talented they're so well trained they're so well equipped and they're not afraid of a big stage. These guys play amateur and college events that get televised. They're accustomed to having cameras on them and having eyeballs on them. So, uh, you know, anybody who's fresh out of college, fresh off the amateur scene, far more prepared for all the non-golf aspects of being a PGA Tour player. And that's what makes it really fun to watch right now. Quint Watson from the Golf Channel joining us on the Meyer Guest Line as we're live here in downtown Grand Rapids at the 2023 West Michigan uh, Golf Show. Also with the CMPGA coverage, LPGA coverage, and more. Uh, The LPGA is blessed to have two of the top events, the Meyer LPGA Classic every June in the Grand Rapids area, the Blyfield Country Club, and also the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person team event uh, in July uh, at the Midland Country Club on the east side of the state. That same question now to the LPGA Tour. Uh, who's on that next list that people could see in Grand Rapids and also in Midland this year that has a chance to be a champion? Well, 
I wouldn't say that she's next, but I would say that probably the hottest player uh, on the LPGA Tour right now is Brooke Henderson. Uh, had a fantastic start uh, with a win uh, coming out of the gate on the LPGA schedule. I'm a big fan of the player from Japan, Nasa Hataoka. I really like her game. I like the way she manages herself. She has a very sunny, bubbly personality. It translates well to the golf course. She doesn't seem to get bothered by much of anything. Let's go a little further down the list, Jennifer Cupcho, who has such a storied amateur career. Um, I really like, again, how she manages herself. And that's another example of what I'm talking about. These players, you know, Cupcho already has a major championship from last season. These players come into professional golf immensely prepared. This is a player, speaking of Cupcho again, who won the first Augusta National Women's Amateur when it was first contested. That was only 2019. We're only talking about a couple of years ago, and she's already a major champion in women's golf. It, it, the generation is so well prepared, and it's so competitive that if they do make it, you got to think they've already beaten a lot of other good players just to get on tour. And it's, uh, it really speaks to the depth of professional golf right now. You know, because uh, between watching the junior golf on the Golf Channel and the, the college game now that has become uh, watchable on TV and very entertaining, I'm looking at the depth and what you're just talking about, both on the LPGA and the PGA Tour. Uh, that depth is as good as I've ever seen it in the game of golf. Well, absolutely. And, uh, and I, I left out, by the way, that Cupcho was the winner of those two events that you just mentioned, uh, including the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give. Uh, yeah, the junior golf, it, it, it permeates through all levels of the game, and there are a lot more opportunities for junior players to get better instruction, to get better competition, and they are getting attention at younger and younger ages. You still have to be good. You still got to beat the player next to you, but when it comes to travel and all of the aspects of the game that are outside the ropes, so to speak, they're just a lot more prepared, and, and they've had really good competition from a very young age. Uh, so it's, you know, and, and the pandemic, although it did uh, challenge the golf industry, I just went to the PGA show a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, rather, and the business is booming. I mean, you're talking, you had a huge surge over the last year, and two years, in terms of apparel and equipment sales, because golf was relatively unchallenged or relatively bulletproof when it came to the pandemic. Most golf courses didn't close. So there's this huge upsurge, young kids taking up the game, equipment being sold, and it's, uh, like I said, the game is in a very good place right now. Whit Watson from the Golf Channel joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan talking about golf as we're live at the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown Giard. I echo what you just said, Whit, because I've been here 20 years doing my show to kick off the Golf Show weekend here on the west side of Michigan, which is one of the top golf states uh, in the country in terms of participation. And we were talking in the opening how I've never seen a crowd like this. And, it's, and the great thing about golf, Whit, that it's not just a country club. It's not just PGA or LPGA pros. You get the hard-working blue-collar guy who's out here walking around with a beer, checking out the latest gear, uh, looking at the hometown courses to resorts that are in Florida or South Carolina and some of the great resorts like Tallymore and Treetops here in Michigan. The game appeals. It, it, there's no other sport that cross-pollinates all of America, if not the world, like the game of golf. 
Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I mentioned the PGA show here in Orlando a couple of weeks ago. There was one year it was canceled because of COVID. It came back in a limited function, not as many attendees. This year, 2023, was the first year in about three that everybody that attended felt like we're all the way back. It was packed. All the big equipment manufacturers were there with their giant pavilions. And you could, you could feel in the building this sense of optimism and eagerness to get back to business. And I wrote a blog about it uh, on witwatson.com and then wrote also a blog about the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America. Their trade show was in Orlando just this past week. And I went to both. And in both cases, you saw a lot more business being done. It was less about the lavish displays. It was less about pumping music. It was less about a cocktail party atmosphere, you saw representatives from manufacturers sitting down with general managers and head professionals and superintendents and writing orders. There was commerce being done in both of those events, and it was... It was energizing. It was really cool to see that you know the game is is roaring back. It never really went away, but roaring back uh, as we move into 2023. And I see that uh, I've heard it from vendors. I, I'm looking at something as little as my simulator long drive contest with an event company. And the line of people that were waiting there when I got there uh, to hit, I'm just comparing this to the last five-year window, the last 10-year window. And, and, and it's because you can get out and you can go play nine. You play in a league after work. You play in a league after work in the morning. Uh, you can grab a beer. I, I tell everybody when they ask me, my fascination with golf is that it clears my head. It's, mm-hmm. it's my meditation. It's why I, I get out as much as I can because it just puts me in such a good frame of mind. And there's the ultimate challenge with the game of golf, that if I'm a 8 handicap now, you know, you want to be a 5. You, know, you dream one day, hey, man, can I shoot par? Or you get a 74 and you think about a couple of putts and you're like, and you don't care what course it is, whether it's a, the, the small town muni course or it's a big state-of-the-art resort like Arcadia Bluffs or you're playing and blessed to be at Whistling Straits. It's just... The game is phenomenal, and I think a lot of people don't get that because they see the pros. They see guys who are making money uh, playing the game, and ladies on the LPGA Tour. But, you know, I look at the crowds at the Meyer LPGA Classic last year at the Midland Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the Midland Country Club. And I'm telling you, and I see the crowd uh, in here for the West Michigan Golf Show. I talk to these golf courses where all of a sudden you used to be able to just show up, get a tee time. They're like, hey, man, we're booked until 2.30. The commerce side of this is as good as it's ever been. And I will say from attending those two shows, you talked about ease of mind. Uh, the big trend right now, both on the superintendent side and on the club management side, is making it even easier to get those tee times, to maintain the golf course. The biggest crowds that I saw at the PGA show were surrounding software programs, apps on your phone that allow you to easily book your tee time. And a lot of clubs are moving away from some of the big box tee time websites because they want to control the product themselves and, and make it easier for people to get on the golf course. On the maintenance side, and I wrote about this as well. Toro has a program where the, the superintendent on one dashboard, on one computer screen, 
can see where every piece of equipment is on the golf course, can see which ones are being serviced, can see which fairways need watering, what the moisture content is, what the weather forecast is, are we going to have a frost delay this morning? He can even see the schedules of his grounds crew, what hours they're supposed to start and when they're supposed to stop. And it's all to make maintaining the course easier, to make it streamlined and get more people through the golf course and not have to worry about delays because of maintenance issues. So that's, that's the trend, is making it easier to maintain the course and making it easier for us to get on the course. Uh, two trends that I can get behind. Quint Watson from the Golf Channel joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Checking in on the Meyer Guest Line as I'm live for the 2023 West Michigan Golf Show. Here's another observation I have, both at golf courses, driving ranges, and even today here at the West Michigan Golf Show. I'm looking at the age. The age has dropped, and this goes back to the pandemic when those kids couldn't play their uh, Little League teams, their travel teams. They had to get out and golf with their mom, their dad, their uncle, their brother. They could walk 9, walk 18, whenever it was, you know, piece of plastic in the middle of the cart, or they were walking with a bag. Even as I'm talking to you right now and I look across where I can see uh, along the alleys here, at the West Michigan Golf Show, I see a younger age, younger than ever before. And I definitely think you're right. I think that the absence of team sports during the pandemic did prompt a lot of younger people to get on golf courses. There's also more options. There are nine hole courses. And you got to give a shout out to companies like Top Golf, who have figured out a way to bring new newbies into the game in such a way that they're not going to be embarrassed. Yes, you're going to swing and miss, but look at how much fun this is. You can eat and watch TV and make a game out of it. We can we can do target practice. We can you know uh, play dart uh, with the, with the golf ball. And I think those sort of alternatives to traditional golf are helping a lot of people, not just young people, but newcomers get comfortable with the game where they might want to go out and actually get a lesson from their local club pro and and maybe they will go buy a fitted set of clubs as opposed to borrowing a rental and and really get into it and and as you know that's all it takes once you're hooked you're hooked it's a game for the rest of your life and i think we're seeing a lot more of that these days you know with callaway's acquisition of top golf and i said this a couple years ago a year and a half when i was out in albuquerque on a west coast vacation with my kids and Lord behold, uh, you know, the house we were renting was like 2.1 miles from Top Golf. We were there every day. Matter of fact, during like a dust storm, it looked like a scene out of Dune. I'm on this roll on that short pitch target thing. They're telling everybody to stop and take cover. I'm, I, I will not go because even the general manager is going, I've never seen anybody hit so many shots like in the middle. My kids don't get it. I think I'm on the verge of winning like the ultimate golf game show. And uh, it's just fantastic. And they need more in the medium markets. I know there's been talk of a smaller version of Top Golf in the medium cities, but they need to go beyond just the big cities and grow it. And I would think with the Callaway money and now golf bouncing back, that should be uh, forthcoming in the near future. Good stuff, man. Thank you so much. Okay. Always a pleasure.